You're listening to the Yeshiva of Newark at IDT podcast. I'm your host and curator, Rabbi Aprom Kipolevich, and I hope you enjoy this episode. If it's Zeus Hanukkah, this must be Rizcha Daraisa. I'm here with Harav Agoyin, Rabbi Yisif Gavriel Berhofer. You know, today we have to say, really, we want to talk about Emesa Goyinus, right? <laughs> right? Uh, I, we call each other uh, names in, in sort of jest. But today I think we wanted to dedicate this last night of Hanukkah, this Orbo here, uh, to the Histalkus uh, two weeks ago, approximately, of uh, really, uh, when you say they broke the mold, this is 100% true, by Rav Shlema Yehinesen Yehuda Fischel. Zeichel Tzadik Livrocha. I would say Zeichel Tzadik, maybe a Kodesh Livrocha as well, considering the way he lived such a life of Kedusha, Yilo, Shein Kamoyim. And you had this close, of course, I, I believe that I saw him a number of times in the Mir Bismedrish, uh often when the year that I was learning there. And I kept on hearing about his other brother. That's what I kept on hearing about, to tell you the truth, in 1976 or 77, that where it was. People were always telling me, oh, his brother is the, is the one on, is on the Eide Charedus. Um, but I, I, it would seem, you know, B'meshach Hashonim, that, uh, that Rav Shloime was Mamish Chad B'deira in many ways. No, Rav Yosef? I would say so, yes. The Krochadukula Bar, in a way which you don't see. Learning, Nigla Nister, Hasidus, Snagdus, worldly philosophy, brilliance. There is really nobody who I can think of who comes up, at least in there, with whom I'm familiar. I'm sure there are. You know, people like Rabzal Mechemi, they, they were, but I do not have experience with their writings. And uh, she was, yeah, yeah. Well, Rabzal Mechemi and, 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 and Rab Fisher were very, they were good friends. They were similar in the sense of, though they didn't understand Bechlal, what COVID was. They they both went and gave Shiurim everywhere, Hester Yeshivas and other places, and were very, uh, again, so there was a, a, a dimion. But I don't think Rabzal Mechemi, uh, at least he didn't reveal the type of Pikius in areas that you just mentioned that you see by Rafisho. Um, I mean, in his 20s, he... he yeah, I'm not, we're not here. To... His contributions in the area of Aloha no, are, okay. are, 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 are tremendous. And Rafisho is really, in many ways, a, a different schnitt legamri, I think. Um, but you had this again. I saw him a number of times in the Mirbis Medrash, and I knew that this was, you know, I, he learned in a corner by the window. I forgot who was, I think Yankel, uh, Yankel Bornstein, I think was his Chavrus or his friend. Um, I think they would be, right. I'm not sure if it was every day, but I used to hear that Rishlam Fisher was in the Bismethrish. And people would sometimes say to me, oh, you want to you know where you get that answer? Go to Rishlam Fisher. And of course, <laughs> I, I, was, I was scared to be able to go over to him. Uh, at that point, you know, he was a, a, a elter younger man, to say the, to say the least. And, uh, but people used to say that, that uh, there's, if there's this, we had Mayor Shmulevitz too, and of course Rechaim, but they said if there's some Nakuda that, that nobody else would know, that Rishlam Fisher would know. Rishlam Fisher was the Yadun that would know, uh, would know that Nakuda. And you had the schools, Rabbi Yosef, to actually, uh, to hear a shear from him, and it was, it, it made a big impression on you, right? It did, it did. 
Yes. Yeah, so, here was in uh, 1981, and it was a uh, shear about Kibbutz Yoch and Kibbutz Rabbi. And he, I have her in down still in my notebook from that time. And uh, I don't, can't tell you the date. I don't think I have the date written down, but uh, somewhere in the middle of my learning with Sachas Kitten. And um, he asked me, uh, well, he asked me the question, uh, why, when Surya, we passed in the Yesh Kenyan for but as you saw, we passed in Ain Kenyan, if they're both the Rabbanim, it's Manasseh. In other words, Kibush Yochid is the Rabbanon, would seem at least some level of Rabbanon, and Kibush and Shmitas, Shumas and Maisen, they're also the Rabbanon. And yet the Chaznish Paskins, that in Surya, Yesh Kenyan, and in Eretz so there is no Kenyan. So um, he, he explained this way, he explained this, and this is a, uh, based on Yusaitis, which I, I don't know if this is the first time I heard them, some is the first time I heard them, perhaps I heard from other Magidish here that year. But uh, they, they would stay with me for the rest of my life. For example, there's Barab Ram about the Dina Machus, the Dina and Hefke based in Hefke. And he explained uh, 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 at some length that the level, that the concept of two levels of bilus, that there's the bilus which uh, an individual has and the bilus which, the, which the government has. And uh, um, the, uh, he gave a motion, he gave a, a couple of Mishoy to explain this. And uh, he also then brought down the Reb Shimon and Shari Yosha, Shari Perk Base, with uh, about Shibra Guf, also with levels of uh, uh, of ownership, levels of um, uh, of you know Shibud versus versus Kenyan, and so on and so forth. And he was then he said that the any Gvirus Chachamim is when there's a Chara Lutibusa. And whereas the rice need tata tibusa, right? The rice the rice you need by balut siburit shall mem shalat Israel or balut pratit shall call yachid v'yachid, right? You need to have both the balut siburit, which is the underlying bias of the Avram, and uh, presumably some of the things of Shimon Shkops, and you have the and balut pratit. So in Syria, there's no balut siburit because kibush yachid is no is not kishmei kibush, right? But in in Eretz there is balut pratit of each and every yachid. But if that's the case, if it's connected to a non-Jew, he's no different than a yachid, any other yachid. In other words, there's no underlying balut siburis, which belongs to 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 Amisrael. So therefore, who does it belong to? Belongs to the yachid. Whoever has it, the Yeshkin the yachid has the Kenyan to be mafkia. The yachid Yisrael has it. He has chiyuvim, but the Akum has it. There are no chiyuvim. So, but what about Eretz Yisrael? So he says um, that uh, he brings brought down for this that uh, that the, the idea of Eretz Yisrael muzekes lanu may have a thing. So he says that people normally learn that Eretz Yisrael muzekes lanu may have a is like an adonis, right? But it's not that. Uh, it's mamish halacha, and that's the kind of mikhanu habul mafreya. In other words, Eretz Yisrael, Muzekas Amelosenu means that the, the Siba of our ownership goes back to the Muzakus um, of uh, which comes from Abraham Avinu. But it's dormant from there, from then until the Siba which brings it out later on. And he's been very much of that. He said that uh, by, by Yovel, even though uh, the, the Abadim go free on Yom Kippur, really 
the, 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 from Rosh Hashanah on, they're already in a way not they're already not Meshubid, but you need the uh, you need the shayfer of Yovel or the shayfer of Yom Kippur to sort of like uh, be Megala, what was already there right. in the beginning. Yeah. So that was his uh, marshal to the Baalus of Eretz Yisrael that we had even before we actually came there. Right. And he said that that Baalus Tiburit, once Yoshua came, it's not the same din as Kedusha, 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 because this has to do with Yishuv and Baalus, not with Kedusha. Because Kedusha has to do with Shukran Yisrael. But now a virus is always the virus of Am Yisrael. So there's a Dini Rusha and Eretz Yisrael, it's a Dini Baluti Burit Alakarka from the time of the others. So therefore, by Eretz Yisrael, there's no Kinyan Yim Afkia for a Goy. Because Goy can at best get a Kinyan Yachi. But the underlying Kinyan, he can never get at. Because that Baluti Burit is always ours. And therefore, that's why there's no, even though there's Kinyan and Surya, there's no Kenyan Eretz Yisrael. Uh-huh. And what, now, about the, the, what about the Tanoim that hold Yesh Kenyan? Lafki, I mean, they Trumas and Maestros. Rav Shimon Bar Yochai holds that. I mean, he speaks about that. He speaks about that. He's going with the Chazanish. The Chazanish is Ksak Lalacha. He's going on the Chazanish is Ksak. When he gave his first. Okay, look. I, I've let you go on here. And it's I know that. He's a That was only the part in Halacha. There was the part in Agada, too. So the part in Agada, I didn't write down. But it, it is actually available on... I remember what he spoke about. That was about Shor and Hamor. And Taka found it on the web. Taka spoke about it on near Hanukkah, right? And what uh, he spoke, speaks about in, in some sort of itchy newsletter, the same thing he said to us, that about Yisrael Ken Ashor, Shein Lachem Chei Yisrael. There are two types of Midah Chachamim, Sinai and Okeharim. Okeharim has the Koyach of Shor. He's the He's the one who is the base Hayotzer Shel Torah. Shalom al Yadir Bepul Shel Torah Libuna Bechiduda. So Kishmaitzer Liba Dehilchasa. But the Sina, the Sina is the Chab Mor Shel He's the base Hayotzer, not base Hayotzer Shel Torah. Who gathers, uh, gathers, collects knowledge and arranges it very, very nicely. And he says that you know a, a Chamor. Uh, 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 he says that uh, there's no difference between a Chamor and a Chamor. In terms of their, in terms of their uh, way they eat, right? That's right. The pasuk says, "Yodei Ashor Koneiav Hamor Evil Spilo." Ashor, when it eats, it, it makes the stuff filthy because it puts um, saliva all over it. Hamor <clears throat> doesn't make the stuff filthy, so nothing. No other animal eat after Ashor, but animal eat after Hamor. And he goes, "I'm, I'm not going to." Uh, since you think I'm being mark so much, I'm not going to go into too much about this. But he says, uh, he says. The short, the, uh, uh, he talks about the Tzadikamid Chachamim, right? The ones in the Barakar and the Slabotzer, right? So he says, he doesn't use those terms. He says, Chamor shel Torah kon yar of Yishuv v'seidar v'nachas. Mashayin ashor shel Torah yivshal al pi alav old derech eretz Yishuv sheyu Torah b'milchamto shel Torah yoyman b'layla. So therefore, the the Chamor he has he's dafka with the seder and a specific mahala, right? And but the shore, he is very, very uh, different, and he has to be like a wild man, sort of. And he goes into a whole bunch of side issues here about uh, uh, um, Ben Chamor and uh, and about uh, the Fahili Shor uh, Chamor and Chamor Mel Chamashiach, etc., etc. And the fact that in Klein, those are the two behemoths that are 
mentioned right. to create pie. Obviously, they represent different poles. I got it already. In the days of his youth, he's a sure, and then he has to become later on a chamor. Yes. And uh, the Yavonim really wanted to attack the shore. I, I, I got that. I mean, I got that about I know you got it, but the listeners, because you're really the only from the Fisher, but maybe people listening to this didn't get it yet. So just hold your horses. <laughs> Okay, I'm so holding the, my chamor. I'm holding yeah. the chamor. So the Greeks said Iker Maimus was against the youth to take them to the Kosei Beit Hamedrash, and they, have, they, they want to take away the Kach Shor. That's a peaceful Achem Akaren Shor. The Tirei Tavcharamim Elam Chayel Gosei The Karen so Davka. The Karen. Yeah. The Karen because yeah, because that's the Koyach, the Koyach of the Koyach of the Lamdonim, the Koyach of the truth is. Let's talk about. So let me ask you something, okay? I let you give you the whole sheer Baruch Hashem. It should be. I have a, more to say. It should I be. I'm, sh- I'm sure you have a tremendous amount to say, but I, but I, I, I as a podcast curator, I want to get the idea from you. First of all, when he said the sheer, obviously he was saying the sheer in Shalavim, which is where you were learning, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, was there a sense of? He's the Haredi Rav, and we're sort of in this. We didn't have that. Our rabbi, this is 1981 in Shalvim. My main rabbi was a Talmud of Isazam. The one who came to say the Shir Kholi was a Talmud of Shmuelzovsky. Bad jobs there, I understand. No, but we didn't make those differentiations. Okay, the boys boys themselves, would you you say they were Hester boys? What were the boys like? They were half and half. Okay, so half and half, okay. There were still boys from the Yishu, still boys from Yeshiva Ketana, from Kolpera. It's not not like it is today. The the, the polarity did not exist. Okay, because we know that both he and Rav Zalman Nechemia would give Shiurim, even in places that were considered Hester Mamish. Abish, uh, uh, Abish, it was I'm a was to the He was the Rosh I think at the time. Frati came there. Gibbs Yurim, what his name came. Marshall Hershler, of course, came. Everybody came. Now, now, was he? Was the people line up afterwards to speak to him in learning after he gave the shir? I don't remember too much of a nuance. I know he spoke very fast. When, yeah. He was he was known to be like a, a rifle in terms of he spoke very quick. Yeah. They really right the sheer also. So you were sitting there writing in front of him like like a stenographer, like you, you're copying it up. So in other words, this he was in other words he was like something you had never even heard before. This was no. as, as, yeah, it was uh, he was uh, he was so fast and so brilliant. And even though my all a lot of the rabbis were there were brilliant, Rabbi Yitzchok used to give a sheer quality every week. Was, Extraordinarily brilliant and amazing, uh, my cheer. But uh, the uh, this is yeah, this is a level. The mother, of- the mother of the and the out of you. That the the, the of seeing someone not only the content that was counterintuitively brilliant because most people wouldn't have approached it in terms of the aside of what bias means, right? This is what you were saying, right. Again, I, right? In other words, most people would have gone to the sugin would have been a different angle, but he was working into what is the nature of the bias of Eretz Yisrael Bechlau, as opposed right. to the Kedusha, and that was counterintuitive to what most people, most people's workings on it might be. Mm-hmm. But secondly, it was also the manner in which he gave the shear, the quickness uh, did he stay later to talk to people? Did you try to catch him for a minute? How did it work? I probably did. I always tried to catch people. But is this deal, he, the, the aura which he made with me is this person who is going, well, very quickly and has everything in the shlita, everything arranged. And uh, 
he spoke quicker than my, the other Magid Shir. He's correct. Yeah, the other Magid Shir, maybe you could say how a brilliant Shir too, but not with that pace and not with that breadth and not, and again, I'm not saying they were less about like Yishra, but this an experience which was, uh, which was right. And, and I think part of the reason why you mentioned the Divri Agoda, and again, I have to act here as your curator and as your moderator, is that you basically want to say that Rav Shlema himself, of course, had, was the mezeg of both of these inyonim, of Shor Vichamor, right, in, in, in that way, right, that he had uh, the greatness now of, 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 of Ashur. Now, the truth is, I, I saw something recently by one of your heroes, uh, Rav Yosef Engel, uh, said that people think that, um, that when they want to come into a tremendous bucky, they expect their, their room to look somewhat like you can see in the back over here uh, in my house. Like everything is open, sort of this, there. He says, really, he says, that's not the way it should work. Really, Rav Yosef Engel says, everything should be Masudur of the Oifen, and you have to have everything, you know, uh, from one prat to the other, exactly Masudur. They do say, I've, and I've read in the last couple of days, that Rav Shleim Fisher's, uh, if he came into where he was learning, everything was strewn all over the place, including in his own house. Uh, but he knew where everything was. So, and, he, and he hated it when people tried to make a Seder because he understood what that E Seder was. So I, I think in many ways, although Rabbi Yosef Engel talked about being like almost like a Yekisha uh, Sadran, I think he was in many ways villed in his Hekif, that people couldn't hop exactly. Um, and and uh, I found it, as you know, uh, in his 20s, he was, both of us, of course, worked on Kisveyad. Uh, he, in his 20s, worked on uh, the Lukute uh, Agro, and I think the Ole Shem, uh, which was a beer on Lukutim that Rav Chaim Velozhner himself said, is Stumim and Sisrei Teira. And he was able to not only read it and, and, and discover what it was Mamish Tiksavi out of the Gain, but he was also able to be Mavirat. And that, I think he was 25 or 26 when he started working on it. I mean, you know what, I found it recently, just after the guy looked up on Wikipedia, he was Madir of Chalfei's Pesach, or Hashem. I knew that. But more than that. This is a person who's one of the, it's Chachmei Kabbalah in Yerushalayim, and he's doing Chalfei's Pesach also. I mean, this is like, you know. Well, well listen, Kreskus is, with Rabbi Yudal Levi, the most uh, original within the Torah itself Makif in Yonim Yisoidim of Imuna. One of his memorials, Doshin Tisha, he goes, he goes, puts the Rambam and Rechazek Kreskas against the other Rishayim, you know, about the terms, the uniqueness of the Mishmas Yisrael, Shrasi Miyashev, you know, was the two different types, was it just a Bechor or is it a different Sug? And it's unfortunate that his insistence on being so open wasn't always Niskabo by his Talmidim. In other words, they, they weren't able to share that type of hekif that he felt was necessary. Look, you couldn't pigeonhole Rav Shleim Fisher, but he definitely felt that people should be more open to Sfarim like Kreskis and, and others. He, he, he said a good vart. He said, we, it's clear that our Havan and Teresh has to be Derech Terishayim. But the glasses that we wear, the mishkafayim that we wear, have to be the mishkafayim of the gedeli achreinim. Uh, and, and in many ways, you would think, like you know, like, like for example, another hero of yours, the Rogan Shavel, Um, I don't believe Rishlema Fisher would have. He probably was familiar with the Rogan Shavel's Yisoidus, but it was very different. You look in his in his drush 
and his Bir Asugis, every single line is either Rufki Veger, the Ktsois, um, you mentioned the Dvar Avram that he spoke out. Uh, he was incredibly Meshubid uh, in some ways to the Tfisa of he held where the Gedele Achreina. The yeah, Yehuda. but he, he didn't have anything to argue on them. Like, he has a whole piece of when he argues on the Chazanish here in the in the, in the, in the Russian space, Yishai about Kabbalah Sarabim, where he talks about whether Amorim can argue on Tanoim and you know, they just say, well, okay. Oh, many, many things which are, he, um, Look, the exception proves the rule. He definitely, if you look through his forum, you see that he felt that it was crucial, first of all, to be open to all the Shittas Rishonim, including in philosophy and other things like Kreskis and others, but also that to, to Shtel Zachavek in the G'dayli Achreinim. And he, he, he said many times that these Rosh Hashivalach who print out these farm, we don't need that, right? He spoke out many times saying that a lot of these Shtiklach Teirah that you're seeing are pretty much um, um, the same things that are being uh, repeated over and over again. Uh, and, and I think if you look in his, again, I didn't do, uh, obviously, I don't even have a set, but my little research that I did on, in the base Yishai shows me that, you know, he wasn't just interested in going through what would be the standard mahalach of almost any sugya. I, I was looking in the drush, and let's say, if we talk about the most impactful Drush forum written by, let's say, people in the latter part of the 20th century, um, you'd probably say Orgidal Yoho is probably one of the more impressive ones, right? Orgidal. It's accessible. It's what? really written. It's really, really accessible. Right. Or the, I'm not talking about even the Siva but if you look at Rafa. No, but, but the Drush of is written for the um, elite. Right, it's 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 almost like you're not going to see it like like quoted as the yisoid of this idea, as you say, in some sifrei likut. He he is demanding because yeah, once, but he is Rav Hutner. Rav Hutner told a different style, but there there are certain people who wrote on a different level. Rav also is uh, remarkable in its capacity to bring things down to a more pedestrian level. Some people didn't bring it down to that level. Right, but but there was there's certain kav of yisoid of Nakshova that you can see was Niskabel. Again, the Sefer Drush's uh, Drush, interesting story that was printed in the Hebrew Mishpacha about how his Rebetzin uh, was Teveya that the Sefer should be printed. Uh, and I, I guess it was the Drush's and then the, the Chidush Asugis. Uh, she grabbed the Afikoyman. Chidush Asugis came first. What? Chidush Asugis came first. Well, she grabbed, she grabbed the Afikoyman. And she said, okay, I want a present. And the present is that you have to write a safer. And of course, everyone knows the Nasiras Nefesh that, that, that she had. <laughs> you know, he was gone the whole week. Uh, she was Makriv her whole life uh, for him. He used to stay in the yeshiva in Itri over there the whole time and just come back. And wherever yeshiva was, when he was also in yeshiva Zanegev for a while, right? And other places. Uh, again, the tzitkas that she had was Ain Lashire, but she was Taiveya that he should write a safer finally. And he said, No, you're not going to give me the Afikayman, I'll take another piece of matzah. And he did. But that, but on that Chalamaya, they came to see the stipler. And the stipler also 
happened to mention she went into the stiper and sat at the table, which was unusual. That she sat with him with her husband with her husband, Rushlima Fisher. And she was um and, and he turned to her and they were talking. And then he, both of them sort of turned on, on Rushlima and the stiper said, You have to write a cipher. And he thought of it on his own, the the stipler. And um and he said to him, he says, What do you think? You think you think that you think that there's others after you're gone, no one's going to be able to write the type of tire that you wrote. And kakave, right? <laughs> and and he was macabre. Now, another thing about that you've probably read about is that he was writing constantly. Uh, first of all, his mother was English higher. His mother was incredible. Um, like always, kimat, you know, twenty in Gansan, he weren't exactly with the Goins uh, Hanhoga of how, how many hours to sleep and how many, uh, how to get up and learn uh, exactly like his mamish always yom shakua. But he was also writing. So it seems to me, again, you, there's the, now they're going to start printing his stuff all the time. That is probably, there's probably thousands and thousands and thousands of Gileonis of, right. of, of his stuff out there. Um, mm-hmm. And he was writing from the time he was a little boy. He was writing the time he was 10 years old. You know, when he met Rablazer Yudel Finkel for the first time, you know, they, he was a yosem and, and a, a, a tremendous anius. You know that, that he was raised in, in, in Eretz Yisrael in the last, you know, the gasp of, of the Alta Yershalmis. And um, he had garnished. And his older sister went and begged they should take him into the mirror. So uh, Rablazer Yudel uh, sat down with this 11-year-old boy and he said, no, what do you want to say? So he says, what do you want to hear? <laughs> you want to hear, uh, you want to hear Pilpul or you want to, you want to hear Pshad or Pilpul? So Rebbeinu Yudel said, what's getting different Pilpul? What's far Pilpul against him? So he says, he went through all the, the and again, the Tzlach wrote different Svarim. The Deirush as you know, is not Drosh's like the Aris Dvash in terms of Stam Makshova. It is, as you know, a, a, a Tifa, Tifa, Dakustika, incredible Noidipi Yehudadika, Chaps and Chilukim in Sugis. This little boy had gone through the Sefer totally by the time he was 11 years old and said yeah i can give you pilpul that's the pilpul i can give you if you want to hear it and uh you know it, it's interesting that um so obviously the the main the kudo which one should see about you that is that this is a person who at all like the rare of Shlomo to a certain extent but that all the chugim uh all chugim came to his levaya what people were retired from his very extreme feminist daughter all the way to Ada Haredes Yushalmim and uh, all, all the way in between this is a person who appealed in a sentimental way to provoke mourning by the entire well, family well, 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 look, let's put it on the table he, Rizal Nechemia, they didn't put their names on these Pashkavilim. They weren't part of the Das Teirach ever. He was very, very critical of, of, of politic, of Das Teirach. He was mamish. He, he hated it. Betachlos uh, he, he And again, you know, we talk about, I just want to talk a little bit about the Chazanish, because I find his fascination with the Chazanish interesting. He, he, he was Makushar to the Teirach Hagoin, is clear, and Kabbalah and Nister in, in all ways. But it's interesting, he held the Chazanish after the Goin was the, was the, is the Anak. 
And he felt that the Chazanish, Amkus, although you say he might be Chaylik in certain Mekaymas, he felt the Chazanish was the Sefer that really is Pliseyach the Derech of Havana, of, that, that people should follow, um, which is an incredible thing because when my little Histakus in, in his farm does, don't seem to match the Chazanish type of approach. Um, the Chazanish doesn't varf anywhere like he does, but he felt he really holds that the, the Chazanish, he calls him the Isha Lokim, he said, by him the Chazanish state Hecher could be almost anyone. And, and of course, and he was, and he knew, of course, the Briskerov and others. So it's interesting, and Reblazer Yudel, it's interesting that he uh, it, it was Miyayats, so many, uh, to to actually be involved in the Torah of the Chazanish and, be, uh, and to be one. It's interesting because you don't really see it so much, I think. And you have the Estalkus of Santuan from, from Ananda Ador. There's definitely should we should we be misyashiv in the fact that you know no one like the stiper said, no one's gonna be able to do what he did. What do you hold is is are we gonna we need to bring back his Torah to study him. What's what's the what's the base matter shall that needs to happen? Yes, people should learn Joshua Pesisha. They should be Kleveat Sidorim and Shurim and Joshua Pesisha because it's an unbelievable, most unbelievable Machshava Sefer written in the last 50 years. So, and and and, and, and but even but, as the famous Bnei Yisachar about Dreidel, you know, the Dreidel says that the Bnei Yisachar says that Dreidel and Grager. The Dreidel is the is Haruta uh, yeah. that we spin it from the top. Uh, so he writes there, if you take a look, that when you look at a Dreidel spin, what you have to see, he says, and he connects, because he has all connections, Sukkot and Hanukkah, <laughs> that's from Sefer Hashem and other places. So he says that the, that the, the, the Dreidel spinning is really, when you look at it, you're supposed to be misbeinen how subtle and how dacustic the the sukkah is. This sukkah's hanayfelis, this hashkocha the rabbeinu shalom has on us, that it seems that it really, it really doesn't really seem to have the legs at all. The only thing that keeps it spinning is this koyach hashor, is the koyach amelus atayra. Like when it spins, what is it that allows it to, to, to stand up? It shouldn't stand up. Well, what do we have? He says, the only thing that we have is our Kaya that keeps it going. Unfortunately, when it falls, <laughs> we should realize we've got to get it up and get it spinning again. It, it might spin in the, in the wildest, strangest ways, in ways that we can't comprehend. But when it does, where it doesn't, it seems like gravity isn't taking hold, well, we should realize that it's that Kaya of Avas and learning that keeps the, the Hagona of Klal Yisrael. And of course, there I think that we could see the dogma in, in Rav Shloyma, That I think we are, we're, we're both probably more Shvarim than Chamorim, so... <laughs> I hear. All right. I'm, I'm ready to be called a Chamor anytime by you. All right. Take care, my friend. We... Tizichri Baruch. And Hanukkah. Hanukkah Sameach. Biba. Thanks for joining us for another episode from the Yeshiva of Newark at IDT Podcast. Be sure to subscribe on your favorite podcast app so you don't miss a single episode.